Amen. Two honest people up in this house today. Amen. We all have something we're dealing with, something that is uh, challenging our lives. And so we want to talk about it here today and allow the Lord to help us with this in this season of our life. In Psalms chapter 16, in verse number 11, he says, You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand is pleasure forevermore. In Psalms 109 and verse 105, he said, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so today I want to talk about the baggage called regret. Uh, regret means to uh, follow, uh, feel sorrowful or remorseful for an act, a fault, or a disappointment. It means to think uh, of with a sense of loss. It is the sense of loss or disappointment or dissatisfaction. And I think that when you look at it, it is interesting that the anonym for uh, regret is rejoice or joy. And so to regret is the opposite of having joy. The Word of God says that it is God's will for you to be full of joy. The Word of God says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so that is God's will for us. God wants you to have joy. But regret has the ability to rob you of joy. It has the ability to take away God's plan and his abundant life for you. Amen. And we have all experienced regret at some time or another in our life. On this road that we are going down, all of us have come to a place at some time or another where that we have gone down a road and it has ended up at a dead end. There is a sign there that, that says dead end, or perhaps it's just a drop off. Perhaps it is just a place that you thought you were going the right direction, only to find yourself at a dead end road. And we, but we are given signs to protect us from danger. If we neglect those signs, no matter how saved we are, filled with the Holy Spirit, have a million dollars in the bank, are, are, we're still going to be headed for danger. And so our goal today is that we understand that we can, don't have to live our life filled with regret. To understand that certain paths that our life are going to lead to regret. And then there are other paths that will lead us to joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. Amen. It doesn't matter uh, your status in life. The path that you choose will lead you to either regret or it will lead you to joy. It doesn't matter where you are or what you have or you do not have. It is the path that you choose that determines the outcome in your life. It is God's will for you to be full of joy. Jesus said, the thief cometh but to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we learn that people usually do not have problems that need fixed, but rather they need to have a, their directions changed. The path that you're going on, if you are tired of what is going on in your life, then you must change the direction that you are going. It isn't enough to say, I'm going to fix this, because if you continue down the same path that you have been going, the problem is going to reoccur. And so we are uh, who we are today because of choices and decisions that we have made. 
I know you probably get tired of me telling you that, but it is true. Where we are today is where we are because of choices that we have made in our past. And so we can look back over our lives and we can see financial decisions that we regret. We can see relationship decisions that we regret. We carry all of these things in our life, not understanding that God wants to free us from the regret of our past. You see, the direction and not intention determines your destination. It is the direction that you're going. You can have good intentions all day long, but it will not get you where you need to go. It is that direction that you say, I'm going to take, that determines your destination. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10, the Bible teaches us this. He uses money as an example and says, The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and piercing themselves through with the uh, sorrows. He says, So many people live their life with bitter regret. They make uh, these financial decisions that lead them to regret. They make relational decisions that lead to regret. They make career decisions that lead to regret. We make spiritual decisions that lead to regret. And you see, but we can compare that scripture to another scripture in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 22. And it says, the blessing of the Lord makes us rich and adds no sorrow to it. You see, today, we... The love of money, which leads to a life of regret, ends up in bitterness and regret. But the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord leads you to a life without regret. So what is regret? Regret is a world of what might have been. What might have been if only. If only I would have spent more time with my kids. If only I would have taken my children to church. If only I had made that investment. If only I had treated my wife better. If only I had treated my husband better. If only I would have bought that house. If only I would have never started looking at pornography. If only I would have start, hadn't started that relationship. If only I would have taken better care of myself. If only I would have given my life to Christ earlier. If only I would have told them about Jesus. If only, if only, if only leads to a life of regret. But you see, you don't have to get too uncomfortable here today because everyone has something that they regret in their life. All of us have made decisions and choices that uh, leads us to a place where that we feel regret and feel horrible. Billy Graham, in his autobiography, tells the story of his regret. He says that he was with the President Kennedy in his inauguration day. And President Kennedy started asking him about the second coming of Jesus Christ. And he said, do you believe that? To which Billy Graham responded, I believe it. He asked him, does your church believe it? He said, not only do they believe it, but it's a part of the creed of his church. 
And so a couple of years goes by and both of them were scheduled to speak at the national uh, prayer breakfast. And, and the president asked Billy Graham to ride to the White House with him and, and he wanted to talk to him about a few things. And, uh, but Billy Graham uh, denied that request because he had the flu and he didn't want to give the bug to the president. And so he told him, I'll have to talk to you about it later. And before he could get back to talk with him, uh, of course, the president was killed. And Billy Graham tells in his autobiography how that, that regret still stays with him until this very day, wondering maybe that the president would want to accept Christ as his Savior. Maybe that he was, what was it that he was wanting to ask him? Maybe his life, he was wanting his life to change. And so this world is full of what is but you see, regret means to follow sorrow. It means to have remorse, to act uh, for an act or a fault or a disappointment. It means to think of with a sense of loss. And the sense of loss and disappointment and dissatisfaction, regret is the opposite of joy. And so we have to make choices that lead to us to a life of joy instead of a life of regret. We all have the potential today to live a life that is free from the condemnation and the regret of yesterday and living a life down that destructive road that will keep us hostage for all of our lives. If you are not living a life uh, for God today, then you are living down a road that will be full of regret. Romans 6 and 23 said, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Serving God leads to joy, while living a life without Christ will always lead you to a place of bitter regret. King Agrippa said, almost you persuaded me to be a Christian. He was light, was full of regret. The rich young ruler out of hell lifted up his eyes full of regret and said, I know it's too late for me, but could you send somebody to warn my brothers not to come to this place? You see, their lives were full of regret. And so today I want to tell you a few things that will help you that you can don't have to live the rest of your life with regret, but you can leave here today knowing the joy of the Lord for your life instead of a life full of regret. Amen. Five things I want to talk to you about. Number one, regret is the world of poor decisions and lost opportunities. Where does regret come from? Regret comes from poor decisions that we make and opportunities that we have missed in life. We look at regret and we usually try to defeat it by looking back. But when we look back, it only causes it to become worse. We look back on the missed opportunities. We look back on the bad decisions and we try to attack regret by looking back. But this is not how you can overcome regret. The best way to attack regret is to be proactive. 
It means it is to make a choice to live in the wisdom of God, make right decisions and make right choices based upon the Word of God and the principles of God that you find in His Word. And when you do that, you can overcome the regret not only of yesterday, but your tomorrow will be so much brighter. You can take hold of God-given opportunities. And this is the best way to learn how to live free from a life of regret. Listen to what Job said. He said, we all know that Job had challenges. Job was a successful. Job was wealthy. Job had a wonderful family. Job lost everything, including his health. But in Job 27 and verse 6, he said, I'm holding fast to my integrity and not, not losing my grip. And believe me, I will never regret it. I am holding fast to my integrity. You see, that's what we all must do today is we must hold fast to our integrity in our relationships, make right decisions. Job was saying, regardless of how things are going, I'm still going to make decisions based upon the right integrity and the word of God. I'm still going to serve God. The best way to avoid uh, regret is to start now. In the face of temptation, make the right decision. In the face of financial circumstances, don't try shortcuts, but do it according to the word of God. Don't allow the love of money to lead you down a road of regret, but start now by making right decisions and avoid being pierced by this bitter sorrow that comes to a life of regret. Use godly wisdom, wisdom that will build your house upon, that when the storms of life come, you can stand the test of time. Proverbs 2 and 10 said, When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will, per, uh, will per, uh, preserve you. Understanding will keep you. Direction will preserve you. Right choices, wise choices. Good sense. Direction will preserve you. Here is what we must understand. Godly wisdom helps you to make right choices. It takes that God-given opportunity that has been given to you, that comes your way, and God has made us with his free will. People have to make up their own choice. People have to live with the choices that they have made. Because you see, choices have consequences. Amen. We cannot do anything about our past, but we can change the choice today that will impact our future. Amen. I'm not going to live a life of regret. I'm not going to live a life of shame. I'm not going to live a life looking back and wishing that I had done something differently. But I am going to make a choice today that I will serve the Lord. That I will take his word and apply it to my life. That my tomorrow may be brighter than my past. Hallelujah. Come on and give him praise today. Regret plays with your mind and tortures your soul. Webster Dictionary says the pain, pain that regret is the pain of the mind 
It is the pain of the mind about something that has happened in your past that leaves you with a wish that it had been different. This is what regret does. It will bring pain. It will bring torture. It will bring sorrow that pierces your soul. This is not just externally, but this is something that gets on the inside of you and begins to eat you alive. This is something that you cannot shake or you cannot get rid of, but it gets involved in your emotions. And the devil wants to play with your mind and he wants to torture your soul with this spirit of regret. And there is nothing positive about it. It becomes a battlefield that is in your mind. But I want to tell you today that God gave us something to combat it. He said in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, he said, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity and into the obedience of Christ. Amen. We have to take certain thoughts captive. What we have spoken, we must take captive. Decisions that we have made, we must take captive. We can take those things, that, that our thoughts, and take them captive. When wrong thinking is not dealt with, it will bring you to a place of torment and torture in your mind. It is what regret will do. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, you've got to pull it down. Amen? What, the knowledge, what is the knowledge of God? When Christ was crucified, amen, we were with him. We, he, we, when he was buried, we were there. When he got up on that third resurrection morning, we were with him. Amen. We have been seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And the enemy of your soul is already under your feet. Amen. We are the head and not the tail. We are the redeemed. We are the heirs of God and the joint heirs of Christ. Everything that God has made available to Jesus Christ is now been made available to you and I as believers in the being of the children of the Most High God. We we are the royalty in the eyes of God. We're the sons and the daughters of God. And right now we are victorious because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We must take those thoughts captive that are trying to bring regret in your life and start living for your future. Stop being ruled by the torment of your past. Regret causes you to forget about the good things that have happened in your life. Have you ever noticed how that when something bad happens, you forget what good has taken place? It seems as though that it bombards you and it overwhelms you. You forget about the goodness of God. You forget about the promises of God. You forget about that it hasn't always been this way and neither shall it remain this way. But yet we our human nature, we focus upon the bad until we become overwhelmed with regret and bitterness and hurt. But I want to tell you today that God is calling us this morning that we forget those things which are behind and we grab hold of what is yet ahead of us and say that our tomorrow will be brighter than our past because we serve a living Savior today. Hallelujah. Let me tell you some things about God. God is gracious. He is merciful. 
Amen. It is the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Some people think that God is an angry God. They think that, you know, he's out there to send everybody to hell he can. When the reality is, the Bible said the goodness of God leads a man to repentance. He wants you to understand today that he's a good God. And his goodness is what causes us to come to a place where that we can repent and that we can get rid of regret in our life. But you see, regret blurs the lines between what can be changed and what cannot be changed. If there are things that you can, can fix, then fix them and get on with your life. But if there are things that you cannot fix, you cannot change, you must bring them to God and make peace, peace with God and say, God, here it is and give it to him so that you can go forward from, from where you are and enjoy your journey. Amen. Regret plays with your mind and torments your soul. And this is not the will of God. Regret paints a picture that is not true. Regret makes you feel like you cannot move. Regret makes you feel as though that it's too late for you to move. Amen. But it's a lie from hell. Amen. If you're here hearing this message today, it's not too late for you to make a change. It's not too late for you to call upon the name of the Lord and allow your life to be different. Amen. You see, regret forgets the power of repentance and the promises of God. But 2 Corinthians chapter 7 said, Godly sorrow brings repentance and it leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But a worldly sorrow brings death. Godly sorrow leads to salvation that brings no regret. But sorrow of the world brings death. It compares godly sorrow to worldly sorrow. Godly sorrow leads to repentance. Amen. But worldly sorrow leads to regret. They both deal with the past. Regret deals with the past. Repentance deals with your past. There is one major difference. If you live your life in regret and worldly sorrow, you will live in guilt. But when you, and guilt and regret will come together in your life. But you see, repentance deals with guilt while regret just makes you wallow in it. Repentance breaks the power of guilt and regret in your life. But you see, regret enables guilt to dominate and control your life. If you want to live your life free from a regret, then you have to understand today that there is only one power that is able to set you free from regret. And that is the power of Jesus Christ. That is the name above every name. Amen. When we give our life to Christ by repenting of our sins, he breaks the power of guilt. He breaks the power of shame. And he declares that we are righteous through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Not nothing that we have done. Not that we have been good enough. Not that we have merited it. But because he loved us. He wanted us to not live a life of regret. But to live a life of joy and peace and victory in this present world. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1 said he is the sole expression of the glory of God. 
He is the perfect imprint of the very image of God. And upholding the, and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power. When he had, by offering himself, accomplished our cleansing of sins he, uh, and ridded us of guilt, he sat down at the right hand of Father God. Amen. There is a way to confront your mistakes. There is a way to rid yourself of lost opportunities. And it is called repentance. Jesus gave us a way. Repentance is all about ridding the guilt and the shame from our lives. It will free you. It will open the door of the power of the grace of God and the promises of God in your life. All regret does is hold you in a place of guilt and condemnation. It keeps you beating yourself down over the mistakes of yesterday. It can have its power over you until you do not understand or know the grace and the mercy of God. But I want to tell you today that in our weakness, he is made perfect. He is made strong. And so repentance is the answer to our past. Regret is not the answer. Don't spend the rest of your life regretting. Don't allow it to rob you of a great future and a great life. But today, make your decision that I am going to repent today and I am going to rid myself of what has held me hostage these years and I am going to live free through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on and give him praise here today. You see, regret will keep you looking back. Regret is the pain of mind that causes you to look back at something that's happened in your past and leaves you wishing for something different. And looking back with dissatisfaction, looking back with disappointment, regret keeps you pinned in your past. Many people are forfeiting their future because they are allowing regret to control their life. What I want to say to you today is every person has a past. As I've said before, if our lives were to be flipped up on this screen here today, all, it would, there would be something in our lives that would cause us to tip out of here and never want to be seen by those that have experienced it again. Amen. But you see, I'm thankful today that the old is gone and the new has come. I'm thankful today because of the blood of Jesus Christ that old things have passed away and behold now all things have become new and that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus my Lord. Amen. You see, the devil wants to keep you stuck in regret, but you cannot build your future on regret. You cannot build your future on wallowing in regret, but God wants you to build your future on his God-given purpose today. Don't allow regret to sabotage your future, but make a decision today. I'm going to have a better tomorrow because I am going to call upon the name of the Lord and allow him to dictate and control my life today. Amen. Philippians 3 and 21 said, Brother, and I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing. 
He said, I'm forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Amen. You got to get rid of that good memory. Amen. You got to get you a better forgetter. Because you see, the problem is, is you're remembering some things that God said forget. And God says that your sins will be remembered against you any longer. But as far as the east is from the west, so I have removed your sins from you. Amen. People are living in depression and living defeated and sorrow and sadness and tormented in their lives full of regret. Why? Because they're looking back. It's the most dangerous thing that you can do is to move, try to move forward while looking back. Amen. They're trying to look back and drive uh, uh, their lives. They're trying to look in the rearview mirror. And all you have is just the narrow scope of your life of what has happened yesterday. But I want to say to you this morning that you cannot go forward. You cannot have freedom. You cannot have a brighter tomorrow while you're looking behind you. But you've got to give up what has been been done in the past uh, for you, against you, or to you. and you have to say, today I'm giving it to the Lord. Today I'm going to give, give this regret to God. And I am going to move forward. Because it is the most dangerous thing that you can do. Is to try to go forward while you're looking back. How many of you drive home looking in your rear view mirror? If you try it, give me a head start, will you please? Because the truth of it is, is none of us would do that in the natural. But yet we allow our spiritual lives to be controlled by this. Regret tries to pin you to the past. It'll stop you, the momentum in your life. It will rob you of God-given future that he has for you. He told Jeremiah, he said, I've got thoughts for you. I've got a plan for you. I've got a perfect end for you, Jeremiah. Can I tell you that he knows all of us that way? But as long as we are pinned in our past, as bright as the future is that God has for us, that we will never be able to fulfill that destiny and purpose as long as we are pinned in our past. See, God has a future. Regret will keep you from that future. The last thing that we need to remember is regret forgets the work of God that he has done in you and what he can work through you. Romans 8 and 28 said, and we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. We forget the power of God that brings all things together for our good. Remember Joseph Joseph was hated by his brothers. And the Bible said that they continually hated him more all the more. But God had a dream. He had a plan for Joseph. And not even the anger, not even the hate, and not even the bitterness of his brothers could stop that destiny. Because Joseph was not looking behind. He dared to dream a dream. 
he dared to look ahead of him and believe God for a better day. Amen. And when they had threw him in the pit, when they had sold him into slavery, when they had done everything that they could do to stop his progress, he turned around and said what they meant for evil, God has turned it around for my good. Amen. Before God can do a work through you, he must do a work in you. And if God can get the regret out of you, then he can do a work through you that will fulfill your purpose and your destiny in the kingdom of God. Amen. Sometimes the only way that God can work through us is to challenge us in the face of the circumstances that we are in and let us know that we don't have to continue down this lifestyle and this path that we are going, but there really is a hope and that hope is in the name of Jesus Christ. That hope is in the cross of Calvary. That hope, if we would have had no hope only in this life, we're of all men most miserable. But I thank God today for Calvary. I thank God for the redemptive work that Jesus done. Amen. That while I would never be good enough, while I would never be able to accomplish enough, but Jesus came and he died upon a cross and gave me hope and gave me a life that I don't have to go through life miserable, but I don't just have hope in this present world, but I have a hope today and I have a brighter future tomorrow because Jesus and what he has done and the work that he has done has caused me to be free from a life of regret that I can know him in the fullness of his power and joy in my life today. No matter what's going on in my life, God's working it all for my good. Doesn't mean that everything that comes is God, but he takes it all and makes it work out. Amen. It's interesting to me to watch people bake. I like some desserts. You can look at me and tell that. Amen. But have you ever been in the kitchen when they're cooking it up? They put some stuff up in there I'd never thought about. Whoever thought you'd put salt in something sweet? Whoever thought you could put buttermilk in something? Make it taste any kind of good. Right? Baking soda. What's that going to do for you? But you see... It's all of those things that brings out the perfect end, the plan. And I want to tell you today that everything that's going on in our lives, it doesn't smell good, it doesn't taste good, it doesn't feel good, but God brings it all together to work out for our good and His glory. Amen? How do you move forward? First thing you must do to move forward from where you are and no longer live a life of regret is you have to repent of your sins. You have to ask Jesus Christ to come in and redeem you, to buy you back from the slavery and the sin of this world. Then you must renew your mind that you are no longer a part of this world system any longer. Yes, we live in it, but we live by different standards now. We have the Word of God that we apply to our lives. And that is how we make choices and decisions from now on. We renew our mind with the Word of God. 
And then we regain our confidence whenever we begin to understand that the enemy has robbed our confidence. But the Bible says don't throw away your confidence because it has great reward. Praise God. You can be confident today, not in your ability, not in your talent, but you can be confident today in what Jesus Christ has done for you and who you have become because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And then we must rebuild our lives. How do you rebuild your life when the storms and the winds of life have tattered it? How, how can you rebuild your life when you have a life full of regret and mistakes and wishing if only? I tell you today, the only way that you can do it is to give your life to God. And in giving your life to God, you will know in repentance, in renewing your mind, in regaining your confidence... That you will rebuild your life, not upon something that's shaking, not upon something that is questionable, but upon something that is solid and firm and will last the test of time. Amen. You either go on to road of regret or you go down the road of rebuilding. Let's make decisions today that we're not going to live our life on the road of regret but we're going to live our life in a road of joy and victorious living. Amen. The most bitter tears poured over the grave are the words left unsaid and the deeds left undone. Today, make your choice that you are not going to allow another opportunity to pass you by. Make your choice today that you're going to live the rest of your life knowing that God is on your side. Amen. Rather than choose to choose to try to maintain it and deal with it and, and work it out somehow on your own, as we have all tried to do. Don't miss this opportunity and leave with regret in your heart today. But know that the only real way that you can change your life, the only real life change that comes is whenever you accept Jesus Christ and his redemptive power working in your life that is able to change you. You can can't change your life by turning over a new leaf because when the wind blows, the leaf will blow back over. But there is a real life change and that is when you accept Jesus Christ and his redemptive grace in your life, old things pass away and now all things become new and he gives you a joy and a peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. Take hold of your opportunities. Don't live your life being ruled by lost opportunities of yesterday. Today is the day of salvation. If you're here today and not in a relationship with Christ, you need to understand that he didn't did everything so that you could have a life that was void of sin and ultimately regret. He was drawing you today by his spirit. He is calling you today to himself and saying, I want you to make a decision and a choice today that will no longer lead you down the road of destruction, but will lead you to a road of peace and joy. And at the end, there is a hope. 
the hope that is in Jesus Christ. Becky, would you come today? Don't leave here today regretting missing another opportunity of your life that it can be different for you. But leave here today knowing of a surety that I'm going to just lay it down at the feet of Jesus. And I am going to leave today knowing that regret is gone and joy has come. You can't have both at the same time. You can't have love and hate at the same time. You can't have peace and turmoil at the same time. Neither can you have joy and regret at the same time. He wants you to have joy today. He wants to turn your mourning to dancing. He wants to turn your sorrow into joy. But we are free moral agents, as I said today. We all have a choice to make. What choice will you make today? Will you live a life of regret? Or will you bring it and lay it at the feet of Jesus? And say, God, here I am. Here I am with my regret. Here I am with my past. Here I am with my failures, my mistakes, my sins, my shortcomings. I give it all to you today. Maybe you're here today and you love the Lord. You're a Christian, but yet today you have that regret in your life. There's things that are eating at you in your spirit and in your life. But you say, I wish I would have not. And it just keeps on digging and eating at you. But today you want to put a stop to it. The word of the Lord is here today for you. Bring it. Give it to him. Make a choice today that I'm from now on, I'm going to allow God to work in my life. Work these things through me so he can work out of me. And others' lives can be changed as well. Stand with me today, please.